I might just be chillin' melon, rippin', get a chip from overseas, bigger than a kid who went and got his better cook of read. That's a weak spark, please. Urban edibles are free. Chop a bottle, let them breathe. That's a question that I wrestle with. Second skipping, and I get obsessed with death and kiss. That bitch can vibe with the energy. The echo head, kill him, bury him outside. I think it's where it's that's a lid. That's a dead of wind. Keep my drift like an airman. I ain't no repair kids. Man, you're for real in. You find a tennis track, dog. Do some bad shit in the woods, in the forest, in the forest. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Beard Laws, episode 46, and we all know whose music that is. Hopefully you guys do. If you don't, guys, that's the tonight's guest. And yeah, we had full rights, YouTube and, and Periscope and Twitter and Twitch and all that good stuff to play that. Yeah, because he's backstage. Logan set everything up. And uh, as always, it's a couple of decent looking dudes and, and, and Logan's here. So uh, let's get rid of this. And uh, boop. Here we are. Guys, that's live on YouTube. Make sure you guys head over there. Check it out. That's where we were playing it. Thanks, YouTube. All right. Again, guys, this is Beard Loss episode 46. We're going to hit you with a quick little intro, and we're going to get him in here as soon as we can. He's backstage. He's ready. Trust me. Intro time. Beard Law, number 46. I always hear dudes say they cut their beard off because they couldn't handle the itchy stage. If your balls itch, you're going to cut them off too? Don't cut your beard. Don't cut your balls. Again, guys, this is Beard Laws, episode number 46. Another pretty mediocre episode. Glad you guys could check it out. Special guest, Echo, is hanging out backstage. And, uh, of course, we got this guy right here. Who's, what's your name? Who, who are you? Hi. I'm Logan. Yeah. Hi, Logan. Like some, we all know who that is. That's Logan, and uh, and we know who this guy is. He's he's missing his co-host from here, but uh, for obvious reasons, it looks like he got a little bit of sleep, and by little bit, probably a little bit. Of yeah, sleep. I have. You can see the bags underneath my eyes. I've definitely, definitely have slept more than five minutes. 
Yeah, he's got that those okay. uh, those new dad eyes. It's yeah. okay. It, it it happens to the best of us. So, um, like we said, guys, we got Echo chilling backstage, and and he's got some stuff to do. So we wanted to start a couple of minutes early. We're gonna do. We're gonna jump right into the intro, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring him in here and uh, have our conversation. So if you guys are ready, let's uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Tonight's guest is Echo. He's a man who started out TikTok by showing off his love for Jameson. And I can relate to that kind of love. A man who was a time traveler, a fortune cookie writer, a rapper, and a heart hop. A man who was all about that parkour life. A man who was not only a rapper, but a magician. A man who busted out a sweet Santa beard for Christmas videos. But he wore it around his neck as if it was a necklace and not on his face like the rest of us. A man who has a three-step guide to getting better friends. Don't be a Todd. A man who created one of the weirdest game shows ever, The Joker's Wild. Sadly, it was canceled after one episode. A man that can teach you how to low-budget flip that house, even if there's a dick drawn on the wall. The CEO of Chad Beats, a man who's unpredictable and kills all those first dates. A man who will be the motivational speaker you need. So hire him. Well, you know, if schools actually open back up. A man who thinks the elephant should be the king of the jungle, for obvious reasons. (laughs) A man that uh, can tell you how to deal with the haters and probably get rid of them for the right price. A man who recently learned the real way to make a TikTok. In the bathroom mirror, of course. The one, the only, Echo! Hey! What's up, guys? What's happening? Such a great intro. Thanks, thanks. He does his research. Yeah, and yours was pretty good because you're fairly new to TikTok, so uh, thanks for not having... Uh, 7,000 videos like some of the guests? Because it takes a while to scroll all the way back from like 2018. I'm trying to get there. Yeah, and then when you're really even bigger than when you are in the music game, we'll bring you back on the show. And uh, I'm going to be like, oh, shit, man, you've had 7,000 more videos and talking about elephant dicks way too much. I have so, so many elephant dick videos in my phone that it was hard to pick the right one. It was the right one. It was the right one. I was showing him at, I was actually at his work today, Logan's work today, and I was showing him. It seemed like a proper thing to show him at work. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Uh, and by the way, that is a nice dick. <laughs> what, are you still is talking it? about? Yeah, yeah right. what are we talking about? Where do you work? <laughs> uh, shh. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the treasure of OnlyFans. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, so first question that I ask every single guest, it's that generic question that kind of every show asks, mainly because I want to start doing collaborations. And, and some people have really cool stories and, and some just your average story. But uh, what got you into TikTok? Um, that's a good question. I think it, it had been just a hot topic for so long. And I, you know, checked it out here and there. And I remember seeing ads for it just like pop up way back in the day. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck this is. Uh, and whenever, whenever like a new social media pops up, there's all, there's like a long period of people just being very hesitant about it yep. and not really jumping over or talking shit about it. And that's kind of the thing. So eventually I was like, I'm just going to check it out. And once I started checking out, I, it was like, I was amazed and overwhelmed, mostly overwhelmed because once you like i spent so many much time like building up my other social media platforms looking at that i was like fuck man this is like everything else on steroids everybody's so fucking creative 
everybody's so talented. And I'm just like, I don't even know if I have a place here. You know what I mean? Well, uh, you, you do, it turns out. And it's a good thing you joined now because when it first came over from Musical.ly to TikTok, it was a very, very weird place. Oh, gosh. It was, I mean, it's it's weird now. But when you get, you know what I mean, like, a, you know, the, the more creative people like you talk about back then, it was pretty much just a whole bunch of people that didn't work. And this was pre-COVID that were more or less just sitting, you know, in their in their um, houses or vehicles where they live, just kind of saying, I need money to live. I need. it was kind of like a, a social media for kind of homeless people and <laughs> not even kidding or not trying to be a dick. Like, that's kind of what it was when it was. And I was just like, when it started, I'm like, this ain't the place for me. I got a house. Yeah, it's depressing. <laughs> Yeah, it was weird. And then thankfully, you know, um, I like to say that, you know, the the beard bros with the Christmas beard off was kind of like uh, McGuire and Sosa with the steroid home run race. That nice. helped save baseball. They helped save analogy. TikTok. I love that. that. That just popped in my head. That's I, pretty I, good. I don't know. I don't know what made me that think was, of that. That was pretty good. I'm, I'm yeah. very proud of that one, Matt. Somebody, like, somebody record that one. We're going to put it on the TikTok later. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put TikTok it on. has quickly become like my favorite social media just – to be on to to create with and just do different kinds of stuff, man. It, yeah, yeah, it, it it makes like kind of the editing and, and some of the videos and, and stuff that you can feed off really easy, which I I think personally is nice. And yeah, it's it's a it's a cool thing. Do you remember one of the first people that you followed on uh, on on TikTok? Because you always remember your first. I don't know who my first. I don't remember my first. I think my first was probably like a dog video because there was so much awesome dog shit. Like when I got onto, I was, like I, at first I, I thought that it was just mostly animals. I'm like, why is there so many animal videos on here? And I think I was looking with my my girlfriend at the time, and not at the time, but at the time I was we were together, uh, and she's like super into, it and she's like she just started following all these accounts for me because she doesn't have any social media really. So she just kind of goes vicariously through me. Yeah, that's not a bad, not a bad thing. Is so it? it's probably one of those. Nice. So, uh, so tell us about the random coconut that ended up on your tour bus, dude. Marge. Good. Yeah. Marge was Marge is fucking legendary. So we were right. in Florida, and Florida is historically a pretty shitty place to tour for a lot of people. You could have uh, just stopped at Florida's pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Well, it's like it's mad hot. Uh, the market is just really weird, so it's hard for people to tour there because it's old. It's hard to have pull and draw in a lot of venues, and places are weird. Uh, nothing against the people or anything. So we we're playing a show in Florida. I fr- we we're playing in Margate. That's what it was, Margate, Florida. Which I'm sure nobody knows what Margate is. No. And outside the venue, we were with a friend of mine, Dizzy Wright. If you guys know who Dizzy Wright is, he's another rapper. Uh, and he's vegan. And so we found these coconuts on the ground and decided to play vegan football with the coconuts. Um, and so we were just like throwing this back and forth. And my DJ, Code Break, and I were so fucking bored. And that show had like nobody there. And so we were like, <laughs> let's just... <laughs> Let's go find a way to make bring this coconut to life. So we uh, we named her Marge. We threw some fresh kicks on her and some dreads. Yeah. And she followed us for the rest of the tour all the way back home. The last show was – I live in Vegas, so the last show was in Vegas. And the venue here wanted to keep her, so we left her at Brooklyn Bowl in Las Vegas. So you can actually – actually, she's probably rotten by now. But <laughs> you probably could have gone to see Marge. She was a, we brought her on stage for every show. She crowd surfed every show. And uh, it was pretty That's amazing. That's so freaking awesome. Time for March too. 
uh, when when touring is, is allowed again. So the Christmas song that kind of we t- we spoke about in the intro, it was pretty awesome. You use the beard as a necklace. If you ever need some great beards, uh, we we kind of had some or, or whatever. And uh, um, yeah, so, tell, um, tell us a little bit about the the song or the. Uh, I mean, obviously the inspiration behind the song was Christmas, but uh, it's 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 cool. I mean, for me personally, when you kind of see artists that take you know your 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 typical Christmas songs and can put their twist on it and make it something that's enjoyable that you don't hear right after Thanksgiving and you work retail and want to rip your your ears out. I would if I could grow a beard, I would. I just don't have the ability to. It doesn't grow in. Took I me thirty seven years. Really? It happened when it took me thirty seven years to finally like manly hit puberty. And then last Labor Day, I, I like I last Labor Day was the last time I shaved. And I'm 39 now, so it, it, give it wow. time. Yeah, all right, it'll happen. I'm not gonna lose faith yet. I'm gonna, Don't no, lose faith. No. I was all blotchy and patchy, and my wife would always be, "Oh, it looks so good. It's, it's coming in, honey." Like, Shut up. Yeah, and my mind is and mm-hmm. shit got real. Yeah, shit got real. Now I now I have a beard. Uh, but when we did the Christmas song, I think one of the first things I did on Facebook that went like semi-viral was like a Christmas list rap that I did. It's talking about random shit that I wanted. And it was like kind of funny. So I was like, we need to make another Christmas song. And I, I don't, it's hard for me to do like gimmicky stuff. It, yeah. And if I do, I really have to make it my own. And I was never a big fan of how all Christmas songs are like happy because I get like seasonal depression. You know what I mean? So when I'm in December, I'm like, this shit sucks. Oh, trust us, it goes from uh, October, pretty much Halloween to Easter where we are. So we, we know about that shit. Yeah. So I was like, I need, I want to make a song that kind of hones in on that a little bit and the things that are going on in the world. You know what I mean? And the little yeah. things that I am, you know, stoked on. So the, the song kind of took like some old Christmas melodies. And I think we flipped the song from Home Alone. Uh, I, I was wondering if that was it. I was going to ask you. Yeah. And we made the beat out of that. And, uh, and did that so it's always fun for me to challenge myself to write different stuff and try and make it you know fun and interesting yeah because one of my favorite christmas albums that i play every year is the uh, snoop Dogg christmas on vinyl so no i, that, I, yeah, I, I got another one. i got another good uh at least song to play for uh, christmas time we just gotta I get go pop punk christmas yeah i like yep, yeah. those are good too mm-hmm. i can't yep. help it. i'm like pop punk kid at heart i can't help myself who's your favorite uh, or one of your favorite pop punk bands my favorite band of all time is AFI, and they're not really. I love about. AFI. I love AFI. AFI is the shit. God called in sick today. Like that AFI. Was the first song I heard from them when I was in like fuck, I was like I don't know, thirteen, something like that. Davey Havoc is God, in my opinion. Bold statement, Cotton. Bold statement. <laughs> Bold statement. Uh, what about Teenage Bottle Rocket? You listen to them at all? I don't. You're I've look, heard the name. You have to look them up. They're they're my go to. Uh, these my days. first concert ever was Goldfinger. Oh, mine was Crisscross. <laughs> Yours was Crisscross. Crisscross, first that. concert ever. Why wouldn't I admit that? That's awesome. Wiggity 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 whack. That's fucking yeah. dope. I wore my clothes backwards for so many years, and, so, and then finally, by the time my senior year and senior pictures, they were like, "Dude, you're you're wearing your clothes backwards," and I was like, "Oh yeah, and Chris is dead." It's so weird that that's such a that that was a thing. What a random, like, what a random, but also if you look at Jinkos, that's really fucking weird that that was a thing, too. Yeah, true. Imagine having to pee. Like, I mean, as a kid, you can drop your drawers and it's okay, but if you're a grown-ass adult wearing your clothes backwards, that's going to be tough to pee. It's going to be or tough. poop, but, like, when you, you got to go. Drop yeah. your ankles. You're like, when you pee now anyway, is that not, it's uh, not a thing? 
Well, COVID times, they, they frowned upon it, I guess. Do they make anything like you could, like a portable device that you could put around your ankle so when you drop your pants, it doesn't hit the floor and get all shitty? If that's not a thing, we should invent that. I think that's a million dollar idea, right? That is a million dollar idea. The problem is there's so many people listening to us right now that there someone's gonna someone's gonna go copyright that before we. Yeah, but they literally copyrighted it already right now. Yeah, maybe. Hold on, let me do it real quick. Say that again. Uh, We'll talk about it later. We got we got more questions. Yeah. So so I feel like it's called a wheelchair. No, we. No, you're not kidding it. You don't get the joke. I get kind of like a portable squatty potty, but not an actual squatty potty. It's just a device. It can be used for multiple reasons. I'll show you later. I'll draw it up. Like retractable <laughs> suspenders. Yeah, and they just—that's actually kind of dope. Yeah, that one. That one's better. We're, we're not bad. All right, we're gonna have to have a a, a brainstorm session after. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I feel like everyone probably you know in in interviews and everything with you, they're like, "Who are your top three rappers?" Da da da. Well, we do things a little different. So I want to know your three most uh, hated or your three worst rappers. <laughs> Three, you know, oh. that could be the first oh, thing on my God. just ones that you just are like, nah, they're they're terrible. I just, they're just not me. They're terrible. Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> well, here's the there's a, like there's this thing with me where it's like if I don't like it, I don't listen to it. So it's hard for me to find like someone I don't like because I automatically don't invest enough to not like it. If I automatically hear something, I just don't listen. So. Yeah. There's like, there's even, there's artists that I really don't respect. Like if you look at like a Bad Baby or like a Takashi Six Nine is like, in the case of like a Bad Baby, like you're just a shitty person who got some really dope songs written for you, and so mm-hmm. or no, not Bad Baby or uh, the girl, the fucking Catch Me Outside, Bad Bobby, Bad Bunny or Bad Bad Bobby. Fuck? It's like it's like Bobby with a Barbie but with like an H. Bad yeah, like Bobby. fuck her seven days a week, dude. She sucks. but some of her songs fucking slap because they're written by the best fucking writers on the planet you know what i mean yeah uh and they're not the best but they're you know they're dope so but also it's like if some shit is not like for me i try not to say that something sucks i've been trying to take it out of my vocabulary because i don't want people like if it's it's just not for me you know what i mean so like but with the case of those two individuals yeah this shit's garbage and if you uh, say that when you're walking down the Vegas Strip, there's probably a whole bunch of women you don't want chasing you running up to you looking for money. That, that's also facts. Yeah. yeah. So I've heard. Yeah. So uh, so best beard in the rap game, in your opinion? Action Bronson. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, Action so if, you guys, if you guys allow it because he's Absolutely. a producer, I'd say Rick Rubin. I don't know if you've seen his beard. I don't think he counts. Okay, well, if he doesn't, then I'm going to go uh, Method Man. It's not the best beard, but he's my Method favorite. Method Man rapper. doesn't have a beard? He's always had a beard. It, was like the, it wasn't like, but he's always yeah. had a beard. Yeah. Like, no, little, not the best one. no, Action Bronson. Oh, here, Action Bronson is like this, and he's awesome. Mm. My yeah, stage, well, stage he's I can't pick it. It's already been picked. Sage Francis also has an incredible beard. Yeah. I saw it was funny. It's funny when you when because like Action Bronson looks looks like Action Bronson. Like no one really like looks like him, I guess. Um in yeah. I guess in that industry, which is funny because I was watching um King of Staten Island and yeah. he plays and I was like, I'm just sitting there because he like I listen to his music, but right, but like he's not like one of those people that um that you, you think about all the time. If that yeah. makes sense, 
Um, but when you're watching a movie and then all of a sudden he just shows up, you're like, holy shit, that's Action Bronson. It's funny because he's like, I don't know. He just he just looks like he shoots He looks like Action Bronson. It's the weirdest thing. He looks like he is. I guess Rick Ross has got a pretty sweet beard too, no? It's true. Rick Ross. Yeah, or- Rick Ross, yeah. Who's the other one? Uh, Sage Francis. Scully? Sage Francis and B. Dolan are two rappers. I know they have they have a group called Epic Beard Men. That's really? dope. I need, yeah. to, we need to look this up. Should how do we not know about this? I don't know how we did. I don't know. But if you guys yeah. are watching the show, make sure you hit us up. We're going to do a whole bunch of TikToks to your music. It must be an beard rapping culture we don't know about yet. That's probably. Yeah, man, those guys are great. That's probably a lot uh, of the trueness there. But uh, so speaking of sweet beards, Rob, your boy Rob on, on the acoustic, he's got a pretty sweet beard. Maybe we'll get him Rob. on the show. Yeah, Rob does a, have a nice beard. He's got a, and, and I saw a video like kind of early on when you guys were doing some uh, uh, some skits and stuff, and then one of your later ones, it really got there. Like it's he's doing good work. Shout out Rob's beard. He's he is definitely putting in the work, my dude, Rob. And he's a he's an incredible songwriter too. But yeah, he's he's got a great beard. The yeah. power is in the beard. If you shaved it, he'd probably suck. Don't shave it, Rob. Don't yeah. don't shave it. Yeah, don't, don't shave. shave. Don't shave. That's it. what it is. If the good thing is you're not the first person on the show that was beardless so that's good right i'm glad i'm not the only one yeah uh his daughter was the first one yeah uh <laughs> we've had, we've had. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's funny what's funny though is she was she was uh she was very very newborn but so she i mean she's got hair on her face newborns have a lot of hair pretty much everywhere and she you know so you're saying it's a close tie it is a close tie I will say, I will say though that Echo's a, a little bit of a better rapper than she is. Um, her words they just mash together; it, they don't make sense. She'd be and a I, fire mumble rapper, though. She, yeah, she'd be a really fire mumble rapper. Just <laughs> and then what's funny is just like it's a mix between like mumble rap and screamo. Um, yes, and it's like Hollywood Undead, basically, but just, but like just worse i'm so in the bag for it yeah i think i think i think we can make something work with this it probably explains like uh on your tweet earlier why the breath stinks because she's always just performing so i sent it yeah i'm trying to figure out how to grow something i'm doing a music video where i'm remaking a bunch of shia labeouf movie scenes and he does have a pretty nice beard lately and i'm trying to figure out how the fuck i can do it but i just it's not i just Genetically, I'm fucked. Yeah, that's tough if you if you don't have. That's that's what I thought too. So they have this thing you roll it on your face, and it basically it's like a plow for your face, right? Gotta open up the pores, and you open up the pores, and then you put the beard seed in, and then after the you want to make sure you water it four times a day, and you need at You're least lying right now. <laughs> you need at least two hours of sunlight a day, because uh, that way photosynthesis will kick in, and then you'll you're. <laughs> Your uh, hair will face will start. Start with like grow lights, and uh, and, you know what I mean. If you can't get outside, you can just start. You know, inside with the grow lights. Question: Question. Temperature control and and moisture. Do you have access to a husky dog? I don't. Elmer? No, a husky, a husky, husky dog. Whatever you want to call Elmer's glue, and then lay in the dog bed for Uh, that works as well. These are all great suggestions. It would match the hair. The only other thing that you could possibly do. Honestly, um, is hair transplant, you know, hair transplant balls uh, to face. But yeah, balls to face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
genetically or DNA wise or whatever, they're they're very similar. Ball hair and face hair. Yeah. So, Perfect. but if you can't grow a beard, then it's ball hair on your face. But if you can grow a beard, then your balls just have a beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you man, then check yeah. my big beard. <laughs> why, do you, why do you think the, the the lion's the king of the jungle? Yeah, he spends exactly. all day down there trimming and licking, and it just that's how the mane is. It is just created. looks good. It just sticks Sweet. to his face. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, so well, you we know what his new rap song is going to be. <laughs> so, so you asked a valid question uh, about our arms, and I don't know if you remember, but you, you more or less, uh, if, if God didn't want us to masturbate, then why would He make our arms at that perfect length? <laughs> right at the dick. Yeah, it's right there. And if you think about once I once you broke it down for me, it was pretty life changing. <laughs> it's weird, right? Right. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I, I, we don't even need to, you know, hear the inspiration or why that is. But that was that's a great advice. So anybody out there, if you guys have a, 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 a scientifical answer, throw it up in the chat. If not, that's why we know that's why. That's why the T Rexes didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they're so angry. That's why they're so, exactly. You see, Meet the Robinsons, where he's like, "I got a big head and tiny arms." No, 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 no. He's got he's got a big head and tiny arms, and he can't reach his own dick. How does exactly. CeeLo do? Any, What's any, that? Any, how does CeeLo Green do it? Does he have short arms? Oh, he's got little arms. <laughs> he's got money, dude. He can get jerked off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But every once in a while, you know, you just do it better. It really It's just no one will ever give me a hand job like I can give myself. Facts. Professional. Yeah. I wish I got paid like a professional. I'd be well. Okay, so here's so this is funny. So I I just thought about that. So here, there's this. Okay, you really built this up. It better out of okay. So here, okay, out of I have only ever played with one my entire life, right? Since I was like 12 years old, yeah, a dick, right? Uh, And uh, since I was like 12 years old, I haven't stopped playing with it since. Okay, I have been inside multiple vaginas. Okay. Yeah, and dude. Me too. I have, I have, <laughs> so I have, many, dude. Okay, so many. I have enjoyed playing with the one dick I've played with, which is 100% of the dicks I've played with. Okay? The one. However, I've only liked probably about 50% of the vaginas I've been in. I'm not saying that I'm gay, but statistically speaking, if... <laughs> I like 100% of the dicks I've played with, but only 50% of the vaginas I've been in. That correlates. The statistics basically point the other way. Logic says. Logic says. However, I'm a mathematician. Wow. That's a math I've never thought of. Yeah. This this whole conversation took a hard left turn. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what kind of a left turn was that? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I think the best meme I've ever read was. I bet you sucking your own dick feels a lot more like sucking a dick than getting your dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's facts. That'll probably be my that next dick pack before somebody steals it from me. Nah, nobody steals anything from the show. I mean, we, we've thrown out million-dollar ideas for the last 46 weeks. 
Nobody's stolen. Nobody's anything. come back with any smart viewers, yeah. anyways. Turns out we haven't capitalized on any of them either, because yeah, when we get backstage, too many coffees and we yeah. forget about our own. Caffeine our- will fuck you up, man. Yeah, it will. Yeah, <laughs> man. I don't, I don't even know how to segue from this one. But I, I guess yeah, we're gonna, I does anybody we're have well. any other dick jokes or? Uh... Been fun. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Can't well, this. Yeah. this episode is called Talking Dicks. <laughs> That's a great, I'm, I'm just imagining a cartoon now of a bunch of dicks just having a conversation. Just literally just having a conversation. With dick beards. <laughs> With yeah. dick beards. Some Jesus have dick beards. Some don't have dick beards. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? There's another idea. There's a Sean says it would be a stiff exit. Stiff exit. All right, so uh so, so obviously, uh, we mentioned earlier that you're a magician as well. So tell us kind of uh, what your favorite magic trick was or venue or, or kind of how you got the idea for the for the videos to do your magic tricks. Oh, those, dude, uh, I don't know where that idea came from. I think I started doing that. I was on tour with uh, Chris Webby last yeah. year. And we, I started doing it just fucking around. And everybody on the tour thought it was like the most amazing thing ever. But also, a lot of people on the tour were like, oh, my God, you can do that with a phone? And I was like, "What? how old are you guys? What are you doing? So for anybody that doesn't know, do you want do you want to explain to them real quick what, uh, what we're talking about? If they haven't oh, seen- so it would be a video where I'd be, like, outside of the venue. Um, and it started off with me just, like, doing a quick ducking my head under the camera. And then I would come back up, and I would be on stage in the sold-out whatever venue with the crowd. And it would just look cool from being outside to going inside, and then boom. Um, and then it kind of escalated from there to just doing the teleport to a bunch of different random situations with a bunch of different random people. And then everybody else on the tour got totally into it. Uh, and I had all these ideas to do stuff this year and we we're supposed to go on tour, but obviously that got messed up, but I'm trying to think of what, I mean, my favorite one was, there was one last year. It was like the last show of the tour when we were in, I think Portland, Maine and everybody on the tour kind of, swapped it so i would duck down and then it would be like chris webby would pop up and then he'd go down and jaron benton would pop up and it was pretty much everybody on the tour so that was super fun that's awesome and uh like last week uh and and you kind of just talked about you know the whole tour the covid all this shit we had nate kessel on last week opera singer you know traveled all over the world was it going to be his first time in mexico all these places and and he kind of took you know, you know, obviously he, he can't do that. So he kind of has turned to TikTok and social media doing content and everything. And it, it, it's kind of wild because he, he has an opera voice. He's a great voice, great musician. Yeah. And he he, he, uh, he puts rubber bands on stuff and then explodes shit into his face. And people love like rotten milk and shit. He just did one last yeah. week. He messaged me like, I got food poisoning. Not good one. And I was like, what the uh. But uh, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, COVID. And, uh, and I mean, is there, is there anything, you know, I guess a positive from it. Is there anything that, that you've become maybe, you know, a little better at or, or anything that's kind of been better for you, your music, your brand or anything because of COVID and when tours are about to hit, you know, you can take this terrible shitty pandemic once in a lifetime experience and maybe, you know, make it into something a little bit better because you've learned something or, or has it just been like just totally terrible? No, I mean, for me, the most important thing to me is songs. And so a bunch of bad shit can happen. Or, or, you know, as long as a good song comes out of it, I, I'm okay. You know what I mean? And I even think, you know, some of the stuff I've written since COVID has hit, 
that I would have been out touring during, uh, you know, during that time has been some of the best music I've ever made. So in, in that sense, you know, I'm, I'm just happy I've been able to make good music and happy I'm able to have an outlet and, yeah, the opportunity to to do that, you know what I mean? And yeah, if anything, you got yes. a pandemic album. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, it sucks not being on tour, obviously, because that's I mean, that's what I started doing music for. Is like that's what I love. Yeah. So that's been difficult, but the the music I've made, I know, you know, my fans and, and are going to be so fucking stoked on. So. Oh yeah, and that's the thing too. You know, me being a guy, I think everybody in this room is a guy that just lives for live music. I mean, yeah. you know, the shows. Anytime we're, we're, we're about an hour away from Ottawa. So we get a lot of that punk music scene, you know, where they go from the Toronto to the, the Montreal and this club, uh, club 27 in Ottawa somehow gets all these big names to just stop in there and play at this very, very small venue. You go up there for $13 Canadian, which is like a, a big Mac and seven fries and go watch some very good music in a small venue, shoot the shit with them, have a drink with them. And it's just, it's just a cool kind of atmosphere. If you're ever, if you're ever on that East coast and we're allowed to go to Canada should hit us up and we'll, uh, we'll go up there. It's a blast. Well, that's what, what our tour was Canada. That was, you know, our tour that was set for April and May and then got pushed to like July and August. And now it's pushed to next year, April, May. Yeah. So if all well, goes well, yeah, yeah you're ever in that uh, that Ottawa, you know, Montreal area, you got to hit us up. We'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. I hope yeah. it happens. I'm crossing it's, my fingers, man. It's got to happen at some point. But I think it'll be done by 2034. So <laughs> at least hang on there. You know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so every musician kind of has that moment where they just kind of want to quit. They want to give up. You, you, you took kind of that moment and made a great song out of it. Is there kind of like a piece of advice? I know, I know we got to wrap things up for you. If there, is there kind of just a piece of advice or anything that you want to tell a musician kind of, you know, maybe they're struggling, maybe they're at that moment, you know, just something, something to, to kind of get them over that hump or, or keep them going. I mean, I kind of hit that point all the time it's not like uh it's not like all oh, this happened this one time you know what i mean it's like a, a a not a daily but like a weekly thing to remind yourself you know do, do i why do i want to do this and a lot of times especially in my situation where it's i do everything the stress can kind of build up and you forget that what it really is about is the music and yeah. Yeah. once you kind of let those feelings go into that into your medium once again you're, it reminds you why you do it and so for me, it's just, you know, always just remember what's important. And what's important is always the music yeah. and letting people know how you feel. Like, I don't believe in writer's block for me. Uh, if I ever have writer's block, I'm just not writing about what I need to be writing about. You know what I mean? There, there's always something that I, I need to be saying. Sometimes I'm just not really digging deep enough. I'm not willing to do the time to, to dig deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. I can relate to that too. Cause there's a lot of people like in the same uh, sort of a situation is like people like, Oh, I can't come up with content ideas. Like I can't think of an idea for content. Um, like for you, like what you're saying, there's no writer's block. Like it, you're thinking about something, obviously something's on your mind. If you're having writer, if you're having writer's block. Right. And then, so you, you talk about that thing that's like causing you to not have the creativity you normally would have or whatever it is. And that's the same thing with like creating content. Everyone, well, I can't come up with an idea. Well, talk about the fact you can't come up with an idea. Like everything, everything can be created. Like that's what I, that's what I like about your music so much in comparison to a lot of other, there's a lot of other artists that are like, they just, you know, make, you know, songs that, 
are like poppy or whatever or catchy and then obviously your songs are but like uh you you don't just rap about bullshit like like you have you have actual substance yeah. to your to your music and even if it's not even if it's not like you know super super deep or anything like that but like there's like relatability to it like everything that you've put out actually has substance to it and and the thing with creating content is like if you present it in a certain way it, it is it, it can be good regardless of what it is like someone you could make a video about fucking you know an elephant dick an elephant dick right and if it's presented if if it's presented in the right way it'll be received well and I think that, yeah <laughs> pun intended i don't know if anyone's gonna receive that well i'm gonna be honest with you um well, they keep making elephants so somebody's taking it yeah it's nice <laughs> But I've never been to a zoo around mating season. It's weird. <laughs> That's the thing that a lot of people have an issue with sometimes is just like zoo mating. Thinking, thinking that there's like, a, yeah, elephant dicks is a huge problem. Um, but uh, thinking that like it has to be like like a one, like one way road, if that makes sense. I'm tripping over my words right now because I've had way too much fucking caffeine. But um, <laughs> no, it does because I think everybody, everybody appreciates a human moment too and so yeah. if Fact. if not everything has to be putting on a show i mean i think people mm-hmm. appreciate uh being genuine and that's the shit that people can relate with if you're like even if that's how you're feeling you're like i'm just gonna talk about how i feel there's someone else out there who's feeling the same fucking way exactly Maybe not at that moment but they have felt that way or whatever and that's like with my music i've always just tried to like there's no reason a, a you know some a cool message can't be entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, if I could sneak some shit in there and just make it sound cool, yeah, that's okay. kind of a goal, you know? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And so we're, um, so we're kind of approaching. We got some feedback. Uh, uh, we're kind of approaching. We're kind of hard stop. So what I want to do is I want to put you on the big screen, and I just want to tell the people what you want. Where you they can find you, what you have going on, anything you want. You want to talk about elephant dicks? Go for it. It's your time to shine. Take as long as you want. And uh, if you're ready. Sure. All right, let's do it. Ready? Big screen. What's up, everybody? My name's Echo. Uh, the the lion is is a more vicious creature, but uh, elephant dick is arguably the size of an actual lion. So if you ever go to the jungle. <laughs> what the? You can find my music. <laughs> you can find me on TikTok at Echo Music. That's E-K-O-H Music. You can find me on Spotify, anywhere you listen to music, streaming, uh, and anywhere on social media at Echo Music, YouTube, everywhere. Uh, and thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah, thank you for taking the time. And uh, obviously, he's on TikTok, guys. Go give him a follow on TikTok. You can follow him now before he blows up. So Yeah, he's, he's going to blow up here pretty soon. He just yep. got his blue check mark, so he's gonna he's gonna start blowing up. Ching, ching. Yeah. So uh, seriously, thank you for uh, for taking the time to be on this. I know you're a busy guy, and look thank forward. Thank you guys for having me, man. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, it's and awesome. you're you're welcome anytime you want to come back to the show, beard or beardless. It doesn't matter to us. You ever need yeah. beard advice? You know when that starts. Obviously, hit us up. But uh, sure. you know, th- yeah, thanks for everything. Um, hopefully everybody connects with you and uh, you, you keep putting out some amazing stuff. And I know you got a bunch of fans right here in this room. So, yep. you know, keep doing what you do. You're amazing. And, and seriously, thank you so much. Hey, thank you guys, man. And all, all the support. And Kevin, you've been showing me amazing support, dude. I appreciate it. And 
I'm still I'm still starstruck and dumbfounded that like we're homies now. I I, I got to tell you that I'm gonna be honest with you. I was telling someone at the gym earlier. I was like, uh, I was listening like your song was playing on the radio, not on the radio, but like on the um, on the speakers. And I was talking to someone. I was like, yeah, I was just talking to him earlier. He's gonna be on my on the podcast tonight. And they're like, what? And I was like, trust me, I know. I'm still fucking dumbfounded by it because I've been listening to you for years, and then. All of a sudden, now we're just we're talking. It's like well, dude, that, that same thing will happen to me. I'll have random ass people I haven't talked to in forever. They're like, "Dude, did I see you on Iron Sanctuary's fucking TikTok?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that was me." <laughs> that was a huge flex for me too. That's like one of the like the biggest flexes that I had for that video. Like, obviously, there's like like you know Chris Hansen and um, and then the guy from Letterkenny. But like having you hand the guitar to Adam Rose, like two people that I have like. I've been watching Adam Rose and like shows and stuff for a while and then listening to your music for a while. So it just worked out perfectly. My favorite thing was like, was, was that echo? Was, yeah. was that echo? And I was just like, yep, that was echo. No big deal. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I love it, man. Well, thank you guys. Dude. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. yeah sounds sure. good. We'll, uh, we'll chat soon. Thank you so much. Echo everybody. Yay! See you later. Later. Thank you. Guys, go check him out on all the social media. He's just an amazing guy, super talented, and it's not very often you get to see this guy a little bit starstruck. He was, he was. I am, dude. I seriously, like, like when he responded to my message, I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, because I've had like, I mean, so there's people that like are like, I would say famous, but like, there's people that like are are famous that have like either commented or responded. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty cool. But they're not like people that I, I like avidly paid attention to for, for a long time. And him and Chris Webby, um, I've been listening to Chris Webby for a long time. And then I was listening to him for a while. And when I saw the tour dates, uh, before, um, before everything got canceled, I was like, I definitely want to go see him. My wife and I have been both listening to him for a while. Yeah. And, then, and then it got canceled like the tour days guy i was like god damn it that sucks <laughs> and then now we're just i literally like texted him i was like yo you should be on the podcast i know that you sent me a number. i was like what so uh yeah that's how i was like i was like yeah no big deal just echo yeah, just, uh, you, you ever heard of him no no i live under i live under a rock i've never i've never heard of the guy <laughs> but uh yeah it's, it's it's awesome and i guess it's it's glad that uh, you know the guest you know, didn't work out. Next week, we have another amazing episode, potentially with two guests and maybe even our third beardless guest. You guys will have to uh, you guys have to tune in to find out. We're going to have to write some bylaws about this. Yeah, we'll figure that out. We're really good at not doing a lot of things. So, <laughs> no um, doubt. So, so what we're going to do is this the time of the show that anybody's watching on the original Iron Sanctuary YouTube. All right. This is going to go down on that network. But all you have to do is head on over to beardlaws.com. And I remember that I have to type it this time. And you didn't even have to tell me, like, dude, just put put it in the chat. So uh, you just have to head here and uh, and continue to watch it. We're going to run a really quick ad, and then we're going to get into one of our favorite segments where we each handpick a funny, inspirational, uh, or anything we want video from TikTok. Not only is it something that hopefully you guys haven't seen and you enjoy, but it also gives the content creator a little bit of a boost and maybe some views in a different market. And if there's something that you guys want featured in there, remember, use the hashtag beard laws reactions all right so make sure you guys check that out so we're gonna hit you guys with a quick little uh quick little ad from uh, an amazing beard company called lone bear beard check them out too 
Lone Bear Beard is a small batch handcraft company that takes pride in every product that they produce. They're a family-run business that produces an extremely high-quality product that they physically create and formulate. All carrier oils, waxes, and butters are the best organic products available on the market. They believe that every time you use a Lone Bear Beard product, that you have the confidence that it's safe and of the finest quality. Their mission is to provide an all-around awesome experience for their customers. Yeah, that's Lone Bear Beard. The guy that did the voice, he uh, he was really cheap and affordable, so that's why we went with him. So well, he's homeless, so yeah, yeah. it's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was it was really easy. So we're gonna start you guys off with um with with a video that Logan found with with some assistance. Yes. So, so let's bring this in. Assistance. I don't know if you guys have seen This guy is hilarious, hilarious. So uh, this this is this was a good one algorithm secret that most people don't know about. If you go to your profile to the three dots at the top right and you click on it, you realize that it doesn't matter what age your father is, he's still waxing his carrot. <laughs> Here's a TikTok algorithm secret that most people don't know about. If you go to your profile to the three dots at the top right and you click on it, you realize that it doesn't matter what age your father is, he's still waxing his carrot. <laughs> You're disappointed. <laughs> Here's a All right, guys, go follow him. Ooh, go follow him. Uh, obviously, that's C Zarbo. And this is one that I picked out that I think is absolutely hilarious. Uh, she's got a lot of followers. She's approaching half a million. Sarah Hesteros. Oh, sorry, Sarah, if you're watching, I butchered your name. But uh, here we go. Why have one when you can have two? Why have two when you can have three? About this. Not enough. Women can have multiple orgasms. Women can have multiple. Then why are your people so angry? Ah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Never mind. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Why? That's hilarious. Her content is hilarious. All right, and this is the one that uh, Kevin picked up. Off to visit your mother. Ah. <laughs> well, off to visit your mother. <laughs> you can see what side of TikTok I'm on. But I like, dude, I saw, I watched that video. I just commented, I was like, I'm uncomfy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that video makes me so uncomfortable, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're on an internet. It's funny how, how different of a TikTok like that we all are on because the videos that usually we find for, you know, each of us bring to this is way way different oh yeah very much so um so what i want to do too is give a quick shout out to a couple of brands i had a funny joke when i did beard law 46 and it was going to be a a joke about manscape but uh i I didn't do that because nobody likes a bad ball joke so uh beard vento it's a monthly subscription box if you guys want to check them out it's only 19.99 it's it's really cool products check it out this this month september there's some beef jerky included along with some oils and some beer products. And also go check out Dano's seasoning, guys. It's amazing seasoning. I'm not just saying that. I put that on everything. Tonight, uh, my daughter and myself, we had like this noodle thing. I put some Dano's on it. Uh, she had some ice cream and she yelled at me, but I put some Dano's on it. She had cereal in the morning. I put some Dano's on it. She doesn't like it. And I think I've ruined ice cream and cereal for her, so I'm, I'm sorry, kiddo. 
But uh, it's really good, and you should try it. Maybe, disclaimer, don't put it on ice cream. Don't put it on your cereal. Your daughter will hate it. But, uh, you know, it, it's pretty good stuff, all kidding aside. They got a spicy and an original. And uh, just real quick, too, Patreon shout-out time. Uh, the guys that continue to help support not only this show, but uh, the brand for themselves. You got Beneficial218. You guys can follow him on TikTok. He's in here somewhere. Uh, Assassin Outdoors, another New York dude. He's got a cool uh, series that he's doing with some hunting, some fishing and stuff. Repairing his boat. It's going to be another good one. Veteran Army 420 another great dude. Goes by Sarge. He's on TikTok. Great supporter. Veteran. Just a, just a good dude to support. Does a lot of, uh, of videos and, and commercials for Beard Laws Oil. Big fan of them. And uh, Tom V, a.k.a. the Bearded Tater Turtle. Just an amazing dude. He comes on the Tuesday Trivia Show every once in a while. Just a funny, funny dude. And uh, just a great supporter, not only of the Beard Law Show, but a lot of content creators on TikTok. So thank you, guys. If you guys want to be a part of the Patreon, patreon.com slash beardlaws. Yeah, yeah. So now what are we going to do? Usually we just continue to do interview stuff. Ding! Look, idea. Uh, before you fall asleep on us, uh, Iron Sanctuary, sir. Your hair looks good today. Did you put some? Yeah, it does look good. Oh my god, that, dude! I don't. I haven't used shampoo in a long time, so it's it's half uh, dirt, half dust, half oil, half product. Yeah, it's just it's gross. That's a lot of halves. I think at that point they're quarters. Yogi Bear, it just look in the dictionary. I, I speak, just deal with it. Okay, what's so, the idea? Anyways, ideas. Here's what I want to know. You're, uh, are you a week plus in, two weeks, right? Almost, right? For being a dad. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. All Almost right. two weeks. Almost two weeks, right? So, I want the funniest story that you can talk about that's not personal so far. Live from you. Oh, okay. So, um, there's two of them. <clears throat> so last night, uh, last night, my wife, so the way we have it scheduled, like kind of scheduled is my wife will go to sleep, uh, around midnight, maybe a little bit earlier. And then I'll stay up with my daughter till about three, um, like 3.00 AM. Yep. And she's starting to like, we're starting to get her schedule figured out where she'll like stay awake during the day. Um, so that way she'll like sleep better at night because before she was just sleeping a bunch during the day and then she would stay up all night and it was just miserable. Uh, You text me at that time of day. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's why this morning I literally have, was going to sleep when you texted me this morning. I I hate doing it in the morning, but uh, we've talked about it. And it's like, don't worry, you won't wake me up. And when you text me, you don't wake me, you know, whatever. So I was like, yeah. And then you did it. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, and she, she was so, my daughter was so angry, uh, but she was just, she wasn't hungry. She didn't need to be changed. Um, no gas bubble or anything. She was just furious that she was awake, um, which would keep her awake and make it very hard for her to go to sleep. She was, she was not, not happy. Um, and then so, uh, and, but I didn't know this at the time. I thought she, maybe she was hungry. And when my wife, so we're supplementing with formula, um, at like just not too much, but just enough. So that way, um, that way my wife can get a little bit of a break for one. And if she, if she didn't produce or if she wasn't producing enough, we'd be able to, uh, make sure that our daughter's not starving. Right. Um, that's not so much an issue anymore, obviously. Yeah, it is important. Yeah. We were, we were super like the first two days we were like, I don't know why she's so mad. Turns out well, she wasn't eating enough yet. Um, but so I, I fed her. She had like two ounces of formula. 
Um, and we're just kicking it, right? I'm watching, uh, I think I was watching Narcos. Uh, and she she woke herself up and then looks at me and then just throws up all over my face. Uh. And, and it was the first time, like, she spit up on me, whatever. Like, not a whole bunch, but this was literally all two ounces all over me. And it was, she had just finished drinking it, too. So it was warm. Um, and I was just, I'm just like, it got in my mouth and it was going, I was like, at first I was like, oh my gosh, did this really just happen? And then the second, the, uh, the second thought that I had was, holy crap, formula takes, tastes super, super disgusting. I can understand why she spit it back up. Yeah. And that is funny. Like when you get to the point where you're like, oh, let's introduce some baby food or some real food. And then they're like picky about what they eat. And it's like, how in the hell are you picky? Do you remember the shit you used to eat? You literally, you just drink breast milk or formula. Like, you should be happy you're getting anything else. Every now and again, every now and again, like, if I have, because uh, we have a candy dish um, that I replenish with the Hershey's bars, the miniature Hershey's bars. But it, I usually only eat the Mr. Good bars and the crackles. And then the, the special dark and the Hershey's chocolate just kind of stay there, whatever. Um, but every now and again... Like I'll eat and then I'll like I'll have her taste the chocolate a little bit and her eyes light up like it's the most amazing thing she's ever had. Can Would you put? Can you like have like chocolate breast milk? Is that a thing? Is that a million dollar idea or a bad idea? I I don't know because you know I, mean? I assume I assume formula is just like like vanilla flavored. Yeah, why don't they have like? A- I don't even think it's vanilla. I think it tastes like carpet. Carpet <laughs> flavor, yeah. Tastes like I think carpet. Carpet flavored, honestly. Hmm. I think the other funny the other funny thing is don't oh, ever try you it. have to try it. Everybody's tried it. On not on purpose. You forget and then you're like, oh yep. um, okay. Uh, speaking of that, I think the funniest thing is my wife uh, came downstairs after um, feeding my daughter upstairs because we were trying to figure out like wh- who was gonna sleep where. Uh, and um and she comes downstairs. She's like, she's like, well, I'm, there's this. You have to like, if they stop eating, you have to like, you know, basically just kind of show them that it's still there and there's still milk there. Um, and she did that and just squirted her right in the face, just right in the face. And she was half asleep and half awake. And she told, I just started dying laughing. I'm like, that's literally the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you just water. You just milk boarded your kid. You milk boarded the kid. Like just. Hey, there's still food here. Thanks. I know. <laughs> yep. Um, good. All right. Another question. And then we can, uh, we can, we can go a different direction if you wish, Matthew. Uh, another question. All right. So my wife and I had always decided that we would be honest with other people when they had babies. So we were older, when we had babies, but we had always been, we've been to like thousands of weddings, have hundreds of friends, which would, uh, the numbers don't add up there, but you know what I mean? So like, when people have babies, everyone's always like, oh, your baby. Oh, she's so cute. He's so cute. Oh. So we're like, let's be honest with each other. If our kids come out ugly, ugly, let's 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 acknowledge that fact. Like, we, it's not, it doesn't make you love them less. It just makes you a realist. Yeah. So our first one came out and I'm telling you what, he was the cutest thing ever. But like we that we had like a, a checklist like. He has good skin. He has good features. <laughs> like he has eyes that aren't crossed. And, you know all that, all that stuff. Like you know, kind of being funny about it, but also kind of being real. Yeah. So, like the first one, he just came out perfect. 
when we had our second kid, he was blotchy. He looked like you, he, he looked, he looked like he had been playing in dirt for seven weeks. Like he was just, he was gross. And like the first, I think it was my mother. One, maybe the first or second person she was that was like, he's so beautiful. And I'm just holding him. I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> he's like, what? I go, he's fucking hideous. I love him, but he's fucking hideous. And she's like, you can't say that about your son. I was like, uh, yeah, I can. Do you remember what, what the other one looked like? Because this one's ugly as shit. No, oh, thank you, CT. I am beautiful. But like, I, you know, I mean, to be honest, like for me and my wife, we decided that we were more comfortable being honest about it, so that yeah. We, so, like for for one, it was part of it was her her mental state was she didn't want people just to blow smoke up her ass. Yeah, you know, just it, like oh, it's so beautiful. She was, you know, you're worried about if your baby's healthy or happy. Yeah. Really blow smoke care. in your butthole. I uh, from a conversation we all had earlier. How we started this conversation. Let's maybe, let's maybe so, stray away from that for a little bit. <laughs> So, you know, like, this. It was one of those things that, yes, so we did give him a porn star name. But so you, your daughter, truthfully, now granted, your dad, and of course she's beautiful, but honest opinion. I think when she came out, she's beautiful. Uh, and, and, and I know there's a, like, because we had talked about it before. My wife and I, same sort of deal. We were just hoping because I the for two reasons. One, um, we didn't want her to be ugly when she came out. That would have sucked. We were super. We like we wanted her to have all of her fingers and toes and have red hair, and and that's what we got. And but and then she wasn't ugly, right? Well, obviously, when they first come out, before you know, they become slightly acclimated to the real world, uh, like air. Like they they all look like little gremlins. Uh, especially, especially with like a, a vaginal birth because like their head gets misshaped sometimes. And luckily hers didn't like hers was really round. So everyone was like, she C-section. Nope. She, she's just, you know, seven pounds, nine ounces. She's not, a, not a huge kid. Um, they're still pretty big. Honestly, I, I, I would not be able to push a seven pound. Oh, nine ounce I know people that can throw that bowling, like squeak his bowling ball, seven pounds. He can't even throw an eight pound bowling ball. Shout yeah. Well I could, I couldn't, I could, yeah, I definitely couldn't throw a seven pound baby if, you know, I just, no, and, and you should, no, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. But That's so she, uh, obviously she, uh, when she became acclimate, she wasn't ugly. I thought she, I thought she came out, um, pretty good looking as for a baby. Right. Um, and because our, our friends, baby are all girls when they come out. Yep. Our friends had a, had a daughter and when, she came out. I was like, that's not a, that's an ugly baby. And then she got a little bit older and now she's cute. Right. And ours, I'm afraid it's going to go the other way. Um, and I really hope it's not the case, but if she's ugly, it means I don't have to worry about boys, um, or girls. Uh, he's like Beetlejuice. He shows up. Yeah. Uh, an 11 pound ball either. She's just going to be a dog groomer her whole life. Like, yeah, probably things. She's going to knit things which is fine you know because i don't think i'm ready to be a grandpa yet you know it's a little bit Uh, but no yeah we were super worried about that and then the other reason that um i was i was really hoping she wasn't ugly is because of the video the announcement video i did and matt i forgot to add your 
clip in there. There were so many people. That you had a lot. I, I, I wasn't even mad about it because, like, you you had some you got some pretty cool people. I had to speed it up yeah. in order to get them all to fit right, especially because um, you know, they're, they're all a couple seconds going one frame to the other. And it sucked too because some of them were like, I, there's certain people that I really wanted to be in the video, um, but the way they filmed their, I couldn't speed it up. Um, or, or I would say, uh, no, I would not eat the corn. <laughs> um, but there were so many, I was like, and then I asked him to re-record it, to do it a, a different way. And then they'd be like, yeah, I'll get to it. And then they didn't. I'm like, God dang it. Um, but, and, and because at the end of that video, I wanted to, I wanted to have, because everyone at tick like without throughout TikTok has been a part of the whole journey, which is why that video is the way it was. Cause like people were like, Oh, you could do it like this, like that. And I'm like, I'm like, this is how I want to do it. All these people were a part of, uh, except for Chris Hansen and the guy from letter Kenny. Those, those were just like flexes that I wanted to have yeah. like, super famous people. In the, I thought it was, uh, I saw the dude from letter Kenny too. And I was like, which dude was it? I'm Riley. Yeah. It was Riley. Riley. Oh, Riley. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, um, but like all these people were a part of the journey uh, of, uh, yeah, and ending it with Tyler and John, which obviously, I mean, that's where it started. Um, and then having John hand me, uh, basically hand me my daughter in the video, I just thought it was like the best way to do it. And if she was ugly, that wouldn't have worked. I would have had to wait. And I already made everyone wait like three days. We posted the video saying that, oh, my God, it's happening. Even though she was induced, she didn't actually go. Uh, she Or water didn't break like – like she was induced. Like, so like we went through that process, but I it means everyone wait like three days. My, my account had like 3.4 million profile visits the day after I posted that video. And then the next day after that, before I posted the announcement, it had, um, it had like, like 1.6 million. Yeah, <clears throat> you are loved, sir. I know it's crazy. It's honestly it was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, true. Come on, true. it really was the baby. Or at least creep. You're at least creeped on a lot. Yeah, um, but no, that's it's what's what's crazy. And here's the here's the other thing. And I don't know how this is going to be received, right? When you're when you're when you're um, when you're in the hospital. So when we were in the hospital, they make you watch four videos, and it's like about like taking the baby home, making you know using the car seat. Don't smoke around the baby. Don't do drugs around the baby. Stuff like that. And there's a whole series. There's a whole like 20 minute video you had to watch about like uh, how certain things can like hurt a, a child. Like if you accidentally drop them, um, and like they're made of jello like the first couple months. So if you drop them from like a small height or if they roll off something, it's not going to kill them. You just well, want to, yeah, things that you want to watch out for. And then there's like a, a five minute section of all the the terrifying or like the terrible things that can happen if you violently shake a baby. Um, and I'm watching these and I'm like, I'm like, this is so like obviously you're never you're not going to shake violently shake a baby. Right. And then the other night I'm, I'm sitting there and like, not that I was thinking about shaking my daughter, obviously, but she, I'm, I'm holding her and she's, she's eating. She's, uh, she's fresh diaper and she's just screaming her head off. And like, I figured out this thing where it was like, before I'd be like, Oh my gosh, what's wrong. I'll just look at her and be like, really, you're being dramatic right now. Like there's no, there's no reason that you need to be screaming like this. And then she, after a little while of me just talking to her, she'll just look at me and be like, okay, maybe you're right. And she'll fall asleep. And then she's doing this and, and like um, I'm watching her scream at me and I'm having this conversation with her. And then in, in, the, in the back of my head, I'm like, I get it. 
now I know why they make you watch these videos because for me, I guess it was, uh, my situation is a little bit different because like, I, it's not like I have to be anywhere. So if I lose sleep, I'm just tired. Right. But like, I can understand the, the stress that it can put on people like having to be at work the next day and stuff like that. And they're just screaming their head off for no reason. And it's like, okay, that, that, cause there's postpartum, like I've read a whole bunch. There's a lot of postpartum stuff that males can uh, affect males as well. Yeah. And so I'm, so I'm aware of all that stuff. Cause like I was like, cause I've dealt with depression and anxiety and stuff like that. So you're pre more predisposed to that sort of a thing if you've had issues with it in the past. So I'm like, okay, well I want to know what to look out for, for myself, obviously. And so I'm just watching her scream her head off. I'm like, it makes sense. Not that I would ever obviously do that, yeah. but like I can see why like there's certain things that can happen that can lead to that. There's a lot of things that, that people, and I'm not going to say they're dumb, stupid, whatever, but there's a lot of people out there that do a lot of things that we know isn't right. And yeah. their, their brains just don't function because right. nobody's, no two brains really function alike. Exactly. They have that, you know what I mean? They don't have that. And they're just, they, they're, they react. They don't think they react before they think. And it's just a stop. And it's sad that they would even have to have videos like that. It really is. Honestly, it, it seriously is because like, well, think about it logically. It's a baby. So obviously it doesn't know. It doesn't know anything. It's like six, seven, eight, ten 10 days old. All it, it's, that's how it communicates is by crying. It's, it's, I, and it's all, it's, it's, there's usually one of four things. They, uh, yes, it can, yeah, it doesn't get talked about very often. That's the, that's the problem. But um, it's, it's one of four things. They're, they're either hungry, okay? They need to be changed. They want to be held. They're gassy or they're tired, right? So there's, there's, it's very simple what those things are. And if you get yeah, past I have the same problems. If you get past, yeah, see, I still have the same problems, right? Yeah. And then she, she has this thing where she'll wake up and start crying. And, um, and at first I thought, well, maybe she's waking up hungry. And then I, you know, I looked at the news and I was like, ah, you know, it's just more socially acceptable for a, a newborn to wake up crying about how the world is as opposed to and when I wake up crying about it, my wife tells me to shut up. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. I didn't get all these hospital visitors. Yeah. Shut up, stupid. Girl. Exactly. Yeah, but what's, already. what's crazy, yeah, what's crazy though is like, if it, as a, obviously, because newborn, right? That's what it does. That's how it communicates. But if a grown man, screamed at me the way my daughter does shake the shit out of him i would probably like if it was just constant you'd probably hit that person in the face be like that you're being ridiculous mm -hmm. but like as a logic person you can separate the two but that's why that's why and i've been reading a lot of because i was like this is so weird like this is like you don't obviously you don't shake children you hear about it it happens on the news you hear you're like ah oh, i can't believe anyone would do that and then you read into it you're like okay there's just like there's connections that need to happen and then lack of sleep, um, lack of, lack of like proper, like prior preparedness, like understanding what to look out for. Yeah. And usually that person had some kind of, you know, there was, there was more behind the scenes. There obviously I was just more, more behind the scenes with that, but like, it's interesting. It's not, I mean, it's terrible. It's a terrible thing that happens, but like, I've been reading a lot about like the postpartum stuff because like I said, like I'm super interested with learning. I have tons of time now like literally i'll still be asleep in my arms i'll just research shit for no reason um time on my hands exactly um but uh there, there's like there's so much 
you hear about postpartum depression in women, you're like, okay, they get depressed, they, you know, whatever. There's like this, that, and the other thing about it. Um, but like the male side of it, like there's a huge, like it can definitely affect males. And yeah. no dude that I've actually like, I mean, like I've had buddies that have just had kids and I brought it up to them. They're like, no, yeah, I went through it. They're like, well, why didn't you say anything? Because it's, it's yeah. a, yeah. you just don't. But that's the, for me, because I mean, five and a half years of recovery, I, I talk about my feelings and I talk about stuff and it's definitely something that needs to be, that needs to be talked about more. I agree. No, it's a, it's a good thing. And, and, and uh, maybe, and maybe, you know, uh, maybe, you know, a voice as such as yours can, can, can make uh, dudes not feel so uh, awkward talking about it. I know yeah. me just being there, I was just like, I'll deal with it. And there's the other, the other thing about it too, that's like, that, that can be part of it is I, I didn't really have like a breakdown the other day, but lack of sleep. And then the fact that for some reason I couldn't get her to calm down or fall asleep. But where you, whereas usually like the last couple previous days before that, like I, you know, rock her or whatever. And then she would end up falling asleep in my arms. Um, and, but like, she just wasn't having it. Right. She only wanted my wife. Yeah. And I understand why, like logically, okay, that's food. And then she grew in her belly. So there's more of a connection there than there is with me at this point. Um, but like, that was the only thing that would get her to calm down is like my wife, you know, breastfeeding her. Right. And in my head, I'm like, she doesn't like me. My daughter doesn't like me. She hates me. She hates me. She doesn't want anything to do with me. I can't get her to calm down. I called my buddy who just had a kid. And I was like, I was like, my daughter doesn't like me. I don't know why. And he's like, dude, she's six days old. She doesn't even know what the world is. She just wants food. That's like literally, but like, because the lack of sleep and then having that being like, cause I had a little smidgen of confidence thinking, okay, I, I figured her out. This is how I get her to fall asleep. This is, and then all of a sudden it's completely different. It's like, holy crap, I'm a terrible father. She doesn't like me. And, and it, this, isn't, this isn't to bum you out. This is just kind of what happens. Like you finally get, at least in my opinion, when that happened to me, you finally are like, dude, I got this. I know what to do. I can get her to yeah. sleep. I can change your diapers. And then next thing you know, their routines change because they're a little bit older. And you're like, uh-huh. fuck. And then you, you're like, all right, cool. I got this new one. And then it changes again. And you're like, God damn it. And then now she, my daughter's seven. And it's just like, oh, that's a whole different problem. Yeah. And <laughs> see that's But every, every problem is still a great problem to have because there is nothing like being nothing a parent. Better. Honestly, man. Like, yeah. My wife always says, she's like, she's like, dude, you pout when you don't get your own way with your kids. I'm like, why shouldn't I? First <laughs> off, you got to spend the first nine months with them in there. I, owe did. me nine months. I didn't, they never kicked for me. They kicked for you all day long. I go up yeah. there. Where are you little fella? And they wouldn't kick. I'm like, plus they're two dudes. I want dad time. And so like, of course they're still at six and four. They're still attached to their mom. Like they would crawl back in if they could. It's probably really warm, but like they'll hang out with me. But at the end of the night, it's always mom time. And I'll sit there and be like, dude, what the hell? Come and hang out with me. And she's like, don't pout. Like I am pout. Yeah. And see, that's <clears throat> fucking cool. And if I think want to hang out with exactly. People. And I think the thing is that, uh, it's probably talked about more. We just don't see it as much is that the dynamic with the with the relationship between a father and their kids is way different than it was when like when I was growing up obviously like I mean my dad I mean he was in the navy he was gone a lot so like the relationship that him and I have is is very different than you know the relationship that other people have with their kids or if the like father's non-existent right if they're not in the picture and that's unfortunately that's a problem but what what's not 
like focused on is like the dads who, you know, like I would say like myself at this point, uh, who knows, I might not like her later and I'll just leave. But like, at this point, days. Um, I, I really enjoy being around my daughter and my wife and I want to obviously be there for everything. But like the fathers that are want to be super active in, in every part of it. Like for me, it's like, I know probably more about uh, like what breast milk does and like how to use the pump machine and all that stuff that my wife does, because that's like, that's what I could do. Cause I couldn't do anything else. Okay. Let me learn how to do, how to help her with all of this stuff. So that way I just say, Hey, here's how you do it, whatever. And, and she's good to go. She doesn't have to like, think about that. She just has to basically just be there to, to provide nourishment. Yeah. Um, and, and what the problem is, is that like, there's, there's mom groups, right? There's mom groups on Facebook. There's breastfeeding groups on Facebook. There's all these other groups for, for moms to, to, to basically discuss things with each other. And, and I've been looking for it and I've asked a couple of people, there's not really a lot of places for dads like that. I imagine, I imagine either like single dad groups or. Yeah. Single dad, widow dad groups, or otherwise you just get made made fun of or trolled or whatever, which which nobody wants to do. Like, they, yeah, any any of the three of us would be like, yeah, whatever. But at some point, you'd notice it and you'd be like, eh, fuck. Yeah, it's a lot different now than it was. Yeah. you know, back in the day. Like, back in the day, it was just like you know, it, it's much different. But uh, yeah, like, I, don't I mean, I'm I just, mean, so we could we could go on and on again. This we're a little past time. Oh, so, shit. Uh, it, it, it's okay. It, it, it's it's fine. I talk, and we can talk as much as you want backstage. Or if any, if like uh, like CT, he's going to be a dad soon. Or if any dads want to come backstage and chat with us, this any is a dad too. group. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna end the live. And if anybody dad or mom want to be a part of it, shoot a message on Instagram. And you guys come to the backstage. Time flies when you're having fun. I got new swag. Beware <laughs> of mom groups on Facebook. I know. Oh, I've heard some horror stories. Definitely. But uh, guys, can't thank you enough. Episode 46 in the books. 47 is going to be a good one. We're not going to announce yet, but stay tuned, everybody. Midweek, we have a cool announcement. We have a really cool show that uh, that Iron Sanctuary is lined up. And uh, it's going to be a good one. Well, we'll it's be good. here. So I mean, we're going to be here. Episode 47, next Thursday, 9, 10, 20. See you, local Oreo. Shoot me the link. All right. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this. We're going to hit Thanks, you guys Tom. with the outro. We're going to do this again um, next Thursday, Tuesday. If anybody wants to be a part of Trivia Night, we've been doing Jackbox Party Games, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Viewers, anybody can play. It's a good time. Uh, Logan, we know what he's up to. He's got tomorrow off. He's going to do some good stuff, maybe do some camping. You know and, what I'm uh, going to have for breakfast? Beer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> obviously, Iron Sanctuary, if you want to tell the people what you got going on, obviously, Dad Life or where they can find you if they don't know already. Uh, Iron Sanctuary on TikTok, on Instagram, uh, original Iron Sanctuary on YouTube, uh, Twitter. I'm Iron Sanctuary one, I think, because the guy who owns my username on Twitter uh, won't respond to my messages and let me buy my username. So uh, I'm also still giving away a Toyota Supra. That is still a thing. Um, I I will probably be making a video about it on TikTok here pretty soon, but I am picking it up from the shop that it's at because. I decided instead of giving away as is, I made it better. It's all still original, but like paint corrections going to be is being done. Um, the full uh, I'll I'll go into it more, but a lot of cool stuff so much uh, happening with that. Yeah, it's gonna be a good thing. And uh, guys, it's really easy. Just head over to beardloss.com. 
Check out the link. Anything you buy that is Iron Sanctuary, we're actually keeping ch uh, uh, check up for every $10 spent is a ticket. And uh, you, you're entered to win. And, and there's other ways that you can do it. But uh, please yeah, read the up. please read the terms and conditions. Very important. Very important. And very, pretty, very. pretty, and pretty soon, pretty soon, um, in probably four or five days, uh, you can actually watch a live stream of Iron Sanctuary sleeping for 13 and a half straight minutes. People used to do that. That'll be fun. People, people did that on TikTok. I mean, year. date to be determined. I'm sure. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I haven't I haven't figured out when I'll have time to sleep for 13 and a half minutes, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll got this. Yeah. So uh, seriously, guys, thank you so much for everything that you do, for checking it out. You guys are amazing. Hit you guys with the outro. And if anybody wants to be a part of the backstage for a little bit, Instagram, check it out. Send me a message. And uh, okay, bye. Peace.